right, and welcome back to the show. Hey. This is HPR show episode 100. Yeah, we made it. We made it. We made it over a hurdle that uh, I forgot what percentage of shows. We looked it up a while back. Let me see if I can't find it really quickly. A lot of um, people make podcasts. Not a lot of people make it very far into podcasts. Very few make it to 100. Let's Even see. fewer make it there consistently. And unfortunately, we, we're mostly consistent. Uh, we are top 10 percenters now. All right. The only thing in my life I'm the top 10 percent of. Uh, <laughs> <ooh>. What? <laughs> I, no, I was oh. just joking. Um. <laughs> Do you like the what I named it? <laughs> we're reviewing John yes. Wick 4 today. I titled our document, Kill Guy 4, The Quest for Peace. <laughs> It really, it really fits. What the quest for peace? That's something that's else. Superman four. That's the quest right. For peace. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a that's a great reference. Yeah. Uh, so, want to thank everybody for turning tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe, rate and review, tell a friend about yep. the podcast. You can find us everywhere at HPR Show. May or may not have an underscore depending on which website you're on. Patreon is patreon.com forward slash HPR Show. Um, thank you, and your word of mouth is what drives our ability to continue doing this. Yeah, we appreciate it. Let's see. Uh, we've got some entertainment news. You have got some information about the upcoming Thunderbolt show. Well, no. So there's a movie coming out. Oh, is it a movie? Yeah, there's a movie coming oh, out God, with Liv movie. Tyler uh, returning as Betsy Ross, uh, Tim Blake Nelson coming back as the Thinker. Uh, and also Thunderbolt Ross is in it. These are all, you know, characters from the, the 2008 thinker. Hulk. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson was Wait, is in he the Dad. No, that's Ross. I think uh, Tim Blake Nelson is he's in uh, Oh Brother Where Out Though, but he's the guy who has the big old head. He got stuff spilled on his head and it was like getting real big. Yeah, cut away. Yeah. We left him there. Oh, that's right. Uh, okay, I was thinking the Incredible Hulk. From like the early 2000s? Yes, not 2003, the 2008 not, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one that's in Marvel canon. Yes, okay. Uh, that's what could, that's what threw me off is I was thinking it was the dad from the uh, 2003 one. What movie do you think this is a part of? What do you mean? What movie is this? The Hulk. No. I mean, this is Thunderbolts, but... No. What? It's uh, Captain America, New World Order. <laughs> They're making a Hulk movie in Captain America. <laughs> Holy shit. We, they still don't have the Hulk rights, do they? No, they don't. Oh, my God. Okay, so if, for those who don't know, the reason the Hulk hasn't gotten a standalone is the only Avenger to not get a standalone movie or TV show or anything that is individually his is Disney does not have the direct rights to the Hulk. Uh, it's shared with Universal, who yes. I think have the movie rights. Yes, so everything that the, the Hulk rights. appears in has to be a co-branded property yep. of Disney's of 50% or something in order for them to use it. I don't remember the exact specifics, Yeah, but I think that kind of is the thousand-foot view. That's why Thor Ragnarok is a Hulk movie. Yeah, Thor and Hulk buddy cop. Exactly. Yeah. Buddy um. copity. <laughs> I did. They did release like some pictures of Harrison Ford as Thunderbolt Thunderbolt Ross, uh, oh. since he is taking over for mm, man whose name I'm forgetting. Um. But like the number one thing about Thunderbolt Ross is his mustache, and guess what? Harrison Ford doesn't give a damn about growing. Yep, <laughs> a mustache. And um, yeah, I, they and just... I respect the hell out of him for it. 
I'm wondering if this image of him wearing glasses and a goatee is okay. So that's just what he's gonna look like. Yeah, he he's President uh, Ross. President Thunderbolt Ross, and he's got. Oh, he's now a president. Yeah, he's president now. Okay, so that's fun. Maybe. We'll you know what? It. I'm kind of in. You know, the other thing to me though is you could have made just another character. Yeah, I get the. Wouldn't I get hurt. the. Yeah, wouldn't hurt if that was the actor. Harrison Ford was not willing to grow the mustache. Yeah. Well, no, William Hurt was the actor who was playing him before. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think you said wouldn't hurt. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, William Hurt. Uh. William Hurt and wouldn't hurt. But also, I respect the hell out of him for it. I mean, he's Harrison Ford. He doesn't have to grow a mustache. Yep. He can do what he wants. He's doing this a favor <laughs> in between crashing his plane on the highway. Pretty much. <laughs> um, um, there's some other Marvel stuff if we want to hit that real quick. Yeah, let's, uh, while well, we're on top. It's all spread out, but um, so Disney fired uh, the Marvel president of VFX and animations. Yes, which. Thank God, maybe? Not for the reason you think. What reason? Uh, she was apparently promoting content that was not Disney. Uh, so she had like a side project. Oh. And she had been repeatedly told, you're not allowed to promote this while you work here. It's a breach of contract. You can do it, but you can't. She was doing like interviews and stuff. And right. Like, you, you just can't, can't do, do it during work hours type well, no, of no, stuff. You like, can't do it while you're working for us. You cannot promote it. Oh. You can make the thing, but have someone else promote it for you. Right. Uh, and she didn't, so she got fired. Not because everything looks garbage and she might have been like a terror to work with. There's a lot of rumors going around on, uh, you know, Reddit and all that. But, you know, I'm wondering. So uh, it, it crossed my mind as I was saying it. Hmm. Did were the issues that we were having with the CGI? Was she fighting for them to be better? Do we know if she was fighting for them to be better or was she driving them to be worse? Like. Have we taken a back? Have we potentially taken a back step to even worse CGI issues uh, with, at Marvel? I mean, it's always tough to be like, "Yeah, she was going to a meeting saying, make it worse, get it out right. faster and but worse." Do we have but, any inkling on whether or not she was a cost-cutting type of manager, or if she would, or director, or if she was a quality it, director? It's one of those things where she's the head of honcho, and the trend data doesn't look good. First, she was a proponent of like making equality, right? As in a lot of the stuff recently, he's not been looking as good. And how how long has her tenure been? Do we? She's know? been there since Iron Man. Oh, the original. Mm, she's Damn. been there a long time. Okay. So who knows? Maybe she was good. Maybe you know. I think it's just tough because they have so much stuff that is now uh, needing and requiring VFX. You just gotta. Everyone's getting crunched, and all, every like VFX studio that's out there. I feel like it's closed down immediately after they do a big project. Right. Which well, is always terrible. And that's something we've discussed on the show before. It has to do with the fact that VFX artists are typically paid as a contract price. Yep. So, you know, the guys that did Avatar had like a $300,000 bill and it had no, there's no precedent for them to request royalties on a movie. Yeah. So when Avatar became the highest grossing movie of all time, they're they like, got we did that. But we didn't make a ton of money on it, Mm-mm. and that's what kills a lot of these uh, VFX studios. Then they file bankruptcy, and then they become VXF Studio Two, yeah, um, and return. But you lose people. You know, it's just nature of the industry is not good. No. Um, so yeah, that happened. They also laid off Ike Perlmutter, Pearl, uh, mm-hmm. who's the Marvel chairman. Uh, they're doing some cost cutting measures over at Disney, who 
only make a bajillion dollars every year. Uh, it's fair. I'm sure. I, he's I don't very know expensive. enough about. Yeah, I don't know enough about the situation and Marvel's recent track record. Doesn't like. You, yeah. It will be tough for me to feel any sympathy for people being taken out of roles right now because yeah. they don't seem to be doing a great job. No, I, they laid them off, so it's like, uh, was it you know performance and also economy based or who knows? But right, yeah, um, I, just not enough information. It is a thing that happened. The other bad, arguably maybe worse news: Jonathan Majors, yes, Kang, uh, he got arrested over the weekend. Yeah, I saw this happen, and, you know, I really thought nothing about it. I kind of, in my brain, I was like, this is so early in it. Yeah. We don't know anything about it. No. Um, they're coming out, they're coming out hard that mm-hmm. it has no founding. They should, if it doesn't. And uh, e- even, if it, even if it no. does, it would be smart for them to come out hard against it. I've got updates on it. Okay, but, you do? Yeah, but it was, it was tough. It was tough. The strangulation and something else. It's like, ooh, ooh, it really happened, or it really, yeah, or didn't happen. What's going on here? Yeah, um, yeah. So he denied uh, he'd been has denied his charged assault on his girlfriend uh, mm-hmm. and released a text chain with her to attempt to prove his innocence. The text chain is a little tough because it seems almost like it's an abusive relationship. Anyway, uh huh. On Jonathan Major's part, yeah, Ooh. it's like so. I've got, I've got the text chain there. All right, let me skim like through this. Skim through and read it. Basically, it's the girlfriend being like, "I'm so sorry." Like they, they said they had to charge you because there was an incident. And I had to be taken to the hospital. So like it, it's, uh, I promise I'll make sure that like that all the charges are dropped. I, I don't want anything like this to you know. I don't want it to move forward. I'm so sorry. It, it just seems almost like, hmm. What's what's going on here? What happened that night? Why did the charges come out anyways? And ooh, it's it's a tough tough look. Is he sending these? No, these are from or the girlfriend. From her. Yeah. Um, and maybe I don't know. It's, maybe it's the the way it was framed when yeah. I saw on Twitter where the tweet before it doesn't it, is, it doesn't look especially yeah the tweet before it was this is not making you look good. It doesn't look especially incriminating to me. It doesn't look incriminating, it, but it does. It's, it's a. You know what it looks like to me? What is, looks like something like if we're taking this in the most innocent light. Yeah. And I'm willing to retract all of this mm. if it turns out that he did strangle look, her, and it I was don't not. I want him to have done that. I think yeah. he's a good. He seems like a good guy. He's a good actor. Right. Um. So, taking all this with a grain of salt, mm. under the assumption that he says he's innocent, assuming mm. that he might be correct on that matter. Yeah. Uh, it seems like somebody going, I said something, it seems to have gotten blown out of proportion. Right. And I'm going to make sure that I'm going to do my part to make sure that everything that is is represented correctly. Right. But you also, there's a lot of steps in between pressing charges and this. Yeah. It's a, how did we get here? What happened in the middle? That's, that's the, there's a lot of things that meet in the middle that Mm. I'm kind of like, how did it get this far away from you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it could be a tough look. It could also not be a tough look. I kind yeah. of am right back where I was at the beginning of this, where I'm just like, <laughs> oops, I need more info. Yeah. That's very much where everyone's going to be, I think. Yeah. But, 
You're definitely going to have people who die hard for Jonathan Majors and are like, I can't believe she's trying to tank his career. Yeah. You're absolutely going to have people who immediately side with women in these kind of altercations and right. go, Jonathan Majors should be put to the stake. Right. And you'll, you'll have people everything in between. Too far either way. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with you. And then the vast majority is going to go, wonder how this is going to shake out. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is funny that he had just started doing like those Army commercials as well. Mm-hmm. Those already pulled down. Yep. Um, but it was like, oh, just just the wrong time. Kang's about to start ramping up. As Creed well. just got it. Creed's came out. out. It's like, ooh, this is a bad time for all this to be happening. Yeah. Yeah, you're really on an upswing to have this kind of thing yeah. hit you. Um, Let's that's, see. That's what I got for Marvel. All right, let's switch over to DC. We got yeah. Clayface. Yeah, apparently he's going to be in... The Robert Pattinson yes. Batman Two. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess you could do that. It seemed very grounded, so I'm wondering how they'll do it. Maybe I really thought it was going to be Freeze. Uh, yeah, I Free, be, Freeze made the most sense with a frozen city. Yeah, I, or with a uh, wet city. I or maybe like even a Joker. Uh, all the if they're going to do three movies, I want it to end with uh, Court of Owls. Yes, I think that. Is yeah, what makes the most sense for what they were setting up in the first movie. But yeah, I, Freeze, I think we talked about that as well. Like, it just makes sense. It just, yeah, so you've good. got a big flooded city. Flooded city. Freeze it. <laughs> yeah, for, Freeze seems like he has the most ability to damage it. Um, and also, Freeze would make a great grounded villain because he's a villain. Yeah, he's a, he can be a very sympathetic villain. Um, but Mark, he's also been done. Well, he's only been re- done once in live action. Yeah, he? he was done by Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, chill out, <laughs> chill out. What, dude? What a movie! Bat nipples, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is that the one with the bat credit card and the bat nipples? I think I it is. The bat skates. It is. Yeah. Oh, Batman and Robin. Batman Forever yeah, movie. Batman Forever. Ah, had bat nipples. Um. God, that's going to return. Batman Forever. Batman I am so glad the internet knew where I was going with that. <laughs> Bat nipples. Uh, someone asked Robert Pattinson about, you know, if he had a real, realistic idea for introducing Clayface in the Batman Part 2. His response was, just get a guy and put some clay on his face. God. <laughs> you know what? I'm here for I'm, it I'm getting more and more endeared to Oh, my God, yeah. Him. That's awesome. Uh, did this one have freeze? Or did this? It's what everyone had... Uh, no, it's whatever had poison ivy. This one's got poison ivy in it. Uh, then that one, because I also see the okay. Riddler and yeah. uh, Two Face, and that's not. Is this is that uh, not this one? I don't know. I don't think is it. Is there that many villains in it? Batman. I could also be looking it up, but I refuse. Um. Oh, Batman and Robin is the one that had Arnie in it. Ah, Batman that, and Robin. That's, oh, that must not be. Um. Oh, is that Alicia Silverstone? So I think she's Batgirl, in, or she's to be Batgirl in this. Also, this or, was, Batman Forever was Val Kilmer, not yeah, George Clooney. Yeah. So I am just, I'm We're wrong. On, I'm wrong on like three counts. God, I forgot that. Um, we should do a rewatch of those movies. Yeah. Two Face. Why can't I think of his name? Jim Carrey. Jim, oh no, no, sorry, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Thank you. They hated each other apparently, or he, Tommy Lee Jones, hated Jim Carrey. Which, uh, which doesn't shock me because. Uh, Tommy Jones seems like yeah. he doesn't act. He just kind of is a no-nonsense guy. Yep. And Jim Carrey could not be further from Especially that. Especially back then, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the story is like 
Jim Carrey saw him at a restaurant that he was also eating at and came up and was like, hey, uh, really enjoyed working with you on this. And Tommy Lee Jones is like, I don't like you. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, oh, all righty then. Oh, God, I love Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Um. Lady Gaga, the, like Tommy Lee Jones and Harrison Ford are guys of a different era. The interview, this comes up in my brain probably <laughs> monthly, where somebody asked Harrison Ford who shot first, Han or Greedo? Yeah. Uh, and he goes, I don't care. <laughs> it's such, it's so good. He just doesn't give a he shit. He hates <laughs> Han Solo. Um, also in DC News, we've got the first looks of Lady Gaga mm-hmm. in her makeup as Harley Quinn, and it looks quite unsettling. Yeah, it did. Uh, it's, it's. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's minimal in a way. Yes, but it gets the point across very well. It, you know, because it almost looks like it's set in like the 70s, based on the attire and everything. Yeah. Well, because it's very, it's very like I know her name's Harley Quinn, but it's very Harlequin. Like yeah. that kind of design style where it's mainly on the eyes and it's the yeah, it's, slits. Yeah, it's the weird uh, clown eye thing mm-hmm. where it's like big triangle at the bottom and then teeny line yeah. up top. Di- when she closes her, closes her eyes, it would be a diamond. Yeah. And then just a long slash mark through it. It is, does not look. It's spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm intrigued i'm looking forward to it still i am as well is it still planning on being a musical yeah i think so a little bit i i'm not as in on that anymore i was in on it as like a, that'd be fun i hope it's like a small portion maybe like a, he gets bombed on the head and yeah now everyone's singing and then it stops but yeah like did you ever watch the magicians all the way through no oh couple great musical episodes. There's a point where a character is dying and oh. she's hallucinating as she dies. Was there and a Scrubs episode like that? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. The lady with the brain tumor, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, but both of those actually just follow the same plot pattern. There's a musical going on with characters that are and aren't there. Mm. Uh, outstanding maneuver. Oh, yeah. I've, I've also just never been one for musicals because they... This one had Queen, so I was... Huh. Pretty bucked to yeah, see my favorite cast members do Bohemian Rhapsody. My shoulder just like tried to lock up a bit, so you're oh, gonna see cool. me do this for a minute. <laughs> he's just doing a little calisthenics. Is that what that is? I don't, I don't know. know. He's doing some stretch. Trying to stretch. It wants to um, pop. Ooh, yuck. Um, um, that'll be fun. I, I, I hope it's not a full musical, but if it is, yeah, fine. I'm sure they'll do it well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know. The first one was great, incredibly unnerving, but great. Mm-hmm. I'm got pretty good faith in them to do a dude good job. Of, yeah, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, dude is good. He's very good, and he was in a band or something at one point, or did a movie about being in a band. There was yeah. some period of time where he was doing interviews, like late night. Are you thinking or whatever, where he's like, I'm quitting? Movies. Are you thinking Mormon time? Because he was in. 30 Seconds to Mars. No, 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 no. He, Joaquin Phoenix was doing interviews for a movie. Well, they didn't know it was for a movie at the time, but he was like, I'm quitting the film industry. I'm going to become either DJ or start a band. Um, I don't remember, but it was all a weird promotional stunt for a movie that he was in, like a mockumentary movie. Okay. Music. 
Musician, motion. He was on like uh, Sick. uh not Jared Leto, not Jay Leno or Jared Leto, uh, but the other big talk show guy from a long time ago. Oh, he was uh Johnny Cash on Walk the Line. Yeah, that that's not what I'm thinking, that about what thinking of. No. Uh, his Wikipedia doesn't have anything in there, and I don't have any memory of this, but it that was, doesn't mean it was a like lot. slightly before us, I think. Okay. Um. Well, interesting. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're yeah. welcome. I mean, he crushes everything he touches. Him and Gladiator, dude. I go back and rewatch that every once in a while, and I'm always still blown away and at how good that movie is. Okay. Yeah, in 2008, he announced his decision to retire from acting to pursue a career in music. Uh. Said this to a presenter for U.S. celebrity TV show Extra at a benefit for Paul Newman Back Charity in San Francisco. This is back in 2008. So, okay. so it's been a while. Uh, he didn't actually. It was for a movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, became a rapper. <laughs> interesting. Interesting side hustle. Wild guy. All in all. He seems like an interesting dude. Was he also in Her? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was the guy with the phone that Scarlett Johansson was talking to. I want, I want a little sidelong thing. There was an AI company who had AI chat that was like people were in verbal relationships with AI like her. Ah. And they cut off the ability for it to be intimate. Oh. And people right on, on the internet are losing their fucking minds. Oops. Yeah. So like these people are like, for four years, my girlfriend now doesn't talk to me the same way. Like, there's whole forums. I heard about this on another podcast, and they were like, there's whole forums where these guys are like, yeah, the new update, she doesn't really talk like she used to. Like, Becky oh, doesn't like no. me. Like, whoo! It's like, it's not real, guys. Oh, no! <laughs> Go outside, actually touch some grass. I am <laughs> now, like, I'm, I'm understanding more and more how there are more single guys than women. It does... Uh, like, I don't know how that math works, but somehow it makes sense in my head. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, that's a whole other thing as well. Uh, but there's also, along that line, uh, a new product, a new invention, a right. uh, new technology out there for you and your long-distance girlfriend, I think made by a guy uh, who had a long-distance girlfriend that he met through RuneScape. It's okay. a phone with lips, <laughs> and the lips can heat up, and they can make a little kissy noise, and they move, and it's gross. <laughs> All right, I we're Googling this. I've got a picture for you. Um. Yes, please show me this picture, because phone with lips is giving me a myriad of things that I know are not it. Here you go. You see that? Oh, oh it's no! It's horrible. Oh it's, no! Sorry, it's not a phone with lips. It's a phone holder. Yeah, it's a mouth with lips at the bottom. It's a full-on mouth. Uh, it, it looks like another device. It looks like another device. <laughs> it looks like another device. That is where I'm gonna leave that. You can Google it. And what what was your search? Uh, it Pe- Penguin, Penguin Zero, Zero has a uh, did a thing on video it. On I love it. technology. Okay, uh, let's see if he linked to it. Uh. He did not. Probably okay. for the best. Yeah. That, <laughs> ugh. It, it doesn't look natural. It, it Like, you can tell that it looks like lips, but everything else about it looks like you cut off the lower portion of a human face. It's it's bad. It's bad. Um, all righty. But to each their own, I guess. 
On to other horror aspects. Mm. Uh, Bill Skarsgård's not returning to reprise his role of It for the upcoming prequel, Welcome to Derry. Huh. Uh, interesting, but King's universes have so much crossover. I, am, I, I know nothing about the Welcome to Derry. Do you know about it? Okay. No. Um, there are other books that take place in and around Derry that King has done with other horror oh, monsters. So it could be something else. Like not he, he might not be reprising this role because they're using a different King monster. Right. Not that he's specifically like declined to do it. Right. But they might just be going a different direction. Yeah, right. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Like one of the interesting things, if you read like Salem's Lot and Needful Things, you start to get these overlapping references to different towns. Um, Alan Pangburn is a uh, recurring character in them. He's the sheriff oh. in the town for Needful Things, and he also, during the book, references instances of from books like Cujo and stuff. Uh, there's, I'm drawing a blank on what it, Castle Rock. All of the there's a TV show on Hulu called Castle Rock. I never did wind up finishing it, but it seemed pretty good. I watched a couple of the early episodes. Um, it's more of a return to Castle Rock. It's after Pangburn's old and retired. Um, Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, all of this stuff happens in the Castle Rock area, which encompasses a couple different little towns. Hmm. Um, but very interesting. Uh, so all that to say, welcome to Dairy. Especially, if, I think it's going to be a TV show. I don't think it's going to be a movie. Um, is definitely going to lend itself to exploring some of those other monsters and villains. Yeah, that that seems pretty like on point. Yeah, TV series. Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought I'd read it, but I, you know, right when you're about to say something, you're like, let me bail out of that in case I don't <laughs> didn't remember that correctly. Um, so, let's see. In other horror news, we're getting a remake of Children of the Corn. I know nothing else about that statement <laughs> other than that it's happening. Neat. It, it seems like we're rebooting a lot of older horror properties. Yes. Scream just came back. That one didn't really reboot. It's a new movie. Yeah. We've got Apparently Children of the good. Corn. Uh, Hellraiser had a new release last year. Uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead that, has got a TV show that's apparently pretty good. Well, it's got a movie coming out, too. Oh, really? Related yeah, the, to the TV show? Like, spinning off of the TV show, or is in, it a whole new thing? In the, It's in the universe. That's okay. all I know. Uh, it played before John Wick for me in the theater, and that was spooky. Oh, yeah. I didn't get I didn't get that trailer. It was spooky. I, I wasn't a fan. Oh. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's a small family uh, at like a cabin and the mom, they find the Necronomicon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the mom reads it or something and she gets possessed and then she's killing the kids and there's Ooh. another daughter. Ooh, and I was like, dark. oh, no, it's very dark. That's what, very bloody. It's kind of been, they're a little, they're dark, but they're also, they're very like, campy. Yeah, they're campy horror comedy yeah. a bit. Uh, so it's weird to see it take that turn, like if it's going to go, gonna go hardcore, on. dark. Yeah. Interesting to see how it does. In HBO news, we've got an update on House of the Dragon. Two less episodes next season. Sad. I feel like Game of Thrones kind of pioneered this uneven uh, episode release, like not having the same episodes every yeah. season. Well, really, they that didn't that went up until like season six. Well, set, yeah, six, six and seven, or seven and eight, however many seasons there were. The final there two. were eight. Just the final two didn't yeah. have ten episodes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which do you think they're already looking at House of the Dragon because it's not putting up the numbers that Game of Thrones did and going? Hey. I think it put up pretty good numbers. 
Okay, I don't. Um, I knew when it started, people were kind of on the fence about it, but it also released alongside. Yeah. Rings Did of you finish Power. it? No, I didn't either. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna go back. We'll probably do some public recaps for that one because uh, we can't put everything on Patreon. Yeah. Or anything on Patreon at no, this rate. We're we're struggling. <laughs> um, but. It, Suffice it to say, we're trying to roll out a lot of new stuff. We've yes. got the Twitch coming out. It's really just we've over-occupied our time, mm. and we have day jobs, March unfortunately. March is also an expensive month for both of us. Yes. Did I mention You that? more so, probably. But Yeah, I was going to say, did we mention that I proposed? Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a little bit more time back, and then I'm going to have a whole lot less time yeah. after this. So good we're, we're going to do what we can. Mm. Please join the Patreon. <laughs> It'll help us significantly. Yes. Um, it, that's kind of the crossroads we're at is we need to upgrade our equipment, but we don't make money and neither one, and this is a hobby. And so neither one of us can yeah. put, throw money at the problem right now. Yeah. Makes it tough. We want to do more. We want to provide more stuff out there, mm-hmm. but there uh, is a, you got, you got to be, especially with how, do you feel like times are uncertain right now? Yeah. I get that feeling. A Incredibly lot. so. Um, so with a bit of that going on, just not the time to throw money at these problems. So we're doing all that to say we're doing the best we can. Yeah, we're trying. Um, like uh-huh. last week's episode, we had a technical glitch, so it didn't make it onto YouTube. Um, the technical glitch being I actually hit the record button and turned it off. <laughs> I was gonna let them I'll not know about. The blame. I nope. was gonna let them not know that. Nope, nope. I'll <laughs> fall on that sword. That's a me. Oops. <laughs> So and we're trying we, here. Yeah, and we're using cell phones. We're using cheap Amazon mics. We are uh, bare bones, and we don't have redundancy built in. Yeah, we can't afford a redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, if the power goes out, a whole episode is banged. Oh fuck, that's true. Yeah, I have, really we suck. have no way to work around that. No, we don't. Um, actually, well, the phone the phone currently. But if the phone fails, we lose video. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. A little peek behind the curtain yeah. for you. If we get the Zoom quarter, though, we can get like six hours on. Oh, yeah. And it's powered on batteries. Ooh. So we can have. Backup. Backup. Or yeah. It, it would continue to work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all that to say. <laughs> Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Much like Warner Brothers, we're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, did you. Did I get, lend you Way of Kings? A book. Yeah. Yes. Have you started it at all? No. Oh, you should. Okay. I I You've really think two books. What I, was the other one? Uh, Halo. Oh, that's right. Follow Reach. Yeah, dude. I I treat my library like a lending <laughs> library. <laughs> Truly, there, there are so many things missing from my shelf that I'm just like, I guess people are borrowing it, or it's back at my parents' house in storage. I've got no idea. It's somewhere. I should write things down on a sticky note and put it in the bookshelf. You should. You should have a sign out like a library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will never get my books back. No, who cares? I'll get them back for you, but um, not all. Like they're, I know, I know. I'll get you the ones I have. I know one of my books is in Colorado. Oh, (laughs) um, we are in not Colorado. No, makes it tough. Um, I I guess what I was gonna say with the House of the Dragon Game of Thrones stuff. I'm fine if like they determine this is a story we want to tell, and if we do it in ten episodes, that'll We'll have to put filler in. But also pacing, I feel like, has been an issue for a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Well, and you know what? We've said it before. Say it again. Mm. Yeah, actually, I haven't said it recently. Streaming lends itself to 
what what show were we watching recently that just came out that everybody kind of was looking at? Um, uh, Last of Us. The Last of Us. Thank you. Um, Last of Us had an episode that was forty five minutes, and they had another episode that was like an hour and a half. Yep. Like streaming really lends itself to being flexible with your individual episode yeah. links. I'm really excited to see Warner Brothers exploring that creative space because it will set the tone for pacing. I think there was a big problem with Game of Thrones where there were too many episodes with establishing shots and yep. kind of dragging out and definitely threads yeah. that never went anywhere. And if you didn't have to cram, if you didn't have to make each episode now, now the difference is Warner Brothers was putting those on TV at the time. Yeah. So they're trying to fill our slots. Um, but with this other stuff that isn't making it into that kind of a release or it just, I'm, I'm glad they're starting to play around with it. Yeah. At the end I, of the day. I agree with you there. Like that, the flexibility there is nice and it gives you a lot of different stuff, but also people do like a little bit of uniformity. I don't think, I, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's a generally good practice for thing people to expect how long they're going to be sitting there, yeah. but plus or minus 15 minutes. You it, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Having to be, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying make a 20 minute episode of Game of Thrones. Right. But if you need to go an hour and a half, just go the hour and a half. Don't yeah. make it feel so rushed. Or exactly. if you don't have enough to fill an hour, go 45 minutes. Much like our podcast. Yeah. You're welcome. A lot of content for you. Uh-huh. Um, um, let's see. That or move on to other uh, things. I think Afro Man is a great one. Cool. So uh, a little while back, Afro Man, uh, the rapper of hits, hits such as, because I got high as one of his, right? About a check. I had looked this up and then forgot. I'm not on a lot of sleep right now. <laughs> Neither one of us are. Um, crazy rap because I got high. Palmdale. Yeah. Um, extended version. I'm not gonna read that one. Um, he recently put out a song, uh, and music video called "Will You Help Me Repair My Door?" After he was raided by the police. Uh, who busted down his gate, just totally broke it, and also blew his front door off the hinges entirely. Like, that sucker is gone. Good lord. Uh, they were raiding his house uh, for drugs and also, I guess, a potential kidnapping or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the video of the officers going through his house is very funny. Uh, there's a guy who couch up against a wall does a little L onto another wall. Guy goes over the couch, gun drawn, like, there's no room for anyone to be back there. And even if there was, the first thing a kid, if you've kidnapped them, would see is a big old a gun. gun. in the front. Yeah. Like, that's the worst way to do this, my guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they were caught on his home security, stealing his money, uh, which is super fun. Like, they were counting it out, and some of it didn't make it back. There was another one uh, where a lady was like, just snagged like three of a dude's watches <laughs> while they were in a closet and her body cam was still on. Oops. Yeah. So it was just like, Ooh, I'm going to give these to my husband. Yeah. Uh, like, and somebody like was like, turn off your body cam. <laughs> like just oh. didn't tell her to put the watches back. Told her to turn off her body cam. Worse. Yeah. Um, anyways, they all got upset by this music video. It's a jam, by the way. It's a good, good one. All right. Uh, they're now suing him for making them look bad. And in my opinion, don't be dumbasses, and you won't look bad. Yeah, 
Don't break the law. Don't look. So uh, something interesting. Saw this on one of those lawyer reacts videos. I find those incredibly entertaining. They also make me realize how kind of fucked up the system is. So there's that. Yeah. Um, but lawyer reacts has talked about ad nauseum who is responsible and liable if the police execute a legal search of a property, mm. uh, meaning they've got a warrant, meaning they enter yep. lawfully. I don't know about the stealing the money. That's a whole other gray area that I'm not sure about. But if they came in and blew out every wall in my apartment, they they're not liable. Right. That's yeah. so dumb. Because the premise is you were operating shadily enough that they had to come search the area, and it is very likely that you are at fault for something. Innocent until proven guilty. Is mm-hmm. that not? But no, I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other, I, I get both sides of it, but I also think, like, if you're wrong, maybe you have to pay for that one. But then it, Joe Pax, taxpayer, is just paying for that anyway. True. Um, they did also... There should, it should be covered on your insurance. Yeah. That, that's the full... Someone, I, someone I, should I cover insurance. it. Yeah. Uh, they also uh, turned off his home surveillance system after they realized it was recording them. So like the body cam, mm-hmm. but in the house, they're like, oh, we're going to move some of this money. And someone's like, oh, what is that up there? It's a tough look. Lord. Hey, let's go watch the music video. It's funny. Yeah. Um... Other news. Other news. There's a lot of other news. Yep. Uh, Twitch streamer Aiden Ross, who is a big Andrew Tate fella. He's actually not a Twitch streamer anymore, side note. He got kicked off. For streaming porn? Yes. Well, yeah. no. He streamed porn on kick. That's the oh, new Oh, was he on kick? On. Okay. He got kicked off for other dumb things. It was his, like, eighth offense. Offense. Like, they'd already banned him eight times. They're like, you just get out of here. Yeah, you are I know nothing about Aiden Ross. He, you you're know, better off. Yeah, when when <laughs> when people lead off the he seems like a real Andrew Tate guy, I have an opinion on him. I have not watched his content. I don't know personally, but I seem to have a. I feel like I've got a good enough idea. Yeah. Um, he is. Um, I was about to reference the next piece of news, but we haven't talked about it yet. Ah. Um, he just seems like a piece of shit. Yes. Um, his. He, he, he does a thing on his streams, though, where people can send him crazy videos and he'll re- react to them. Now, Aiden Ross's sister is a YouTuber of mild notoriety in her own right. Mm. Um, he helped her get started. But then she was like, you know what, I'm going to go get the bag and make some real dough and hopped onto OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Now, if you can't see where this is going, I don't know what you're doing on a movie podcast. Um <laughs> In maybe one of the sickest pranks I've seen on the internet, somebody sent Aiden a link to like this dude where a tree looked like it was about to fall on him, and then it's edited and it clicks over to a. It's like a jump scare video, but it, yeah, 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 <laughs> really came out of nowhere uh, to find his sister. Uh, not clothed. Not clothed in, in OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, Getting from the back. Mm. And he keeps it up for a little too long. You can see the life leave this man's eyes. But also, why is he watching it for so long? That should be a quick click away once you realize. Yeah. I I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any amount of time where you could justifiably say, that's 
like you'd always say it was up too short or you'd go this guy threw porn up he'd probably unless he, like if it was too short people would be making the argument that how'd you know that was your sister's video you must have watched it before so he was maybe it was always gonna t- catch some flack on it i think oh for sure um it it is tough because he as we were previously alluding had streamed porn to his 14-year-old audience. Yes. And he was like, how many of y'all are 18 in the chat? And there were not a lot of people. Uh, so that was fun. That was in his... He was like, I, guys, I, I, porn's terrible. All these Twitch streamers, uh, they just got their boobs out. They're Dude. horrible. They're ruining your life. Uh, I'm super anti-porn. You know who's anti-porn? Porn. Somebody whose sister is in porn. Also, someone who's not, not into if I knew, porn. Uh, if He's I knew, very much into it. If I knew I had Probably. family in the industry, yeah. zero. I mean, fair, but I think uh, he's he's going too hard. Mm-hmm. He's I, I agree, D- dude. His like, guys, you took it too far. You took it too far. <laughs> he uses the term bodily fluids in the most uncomfortable manner possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that exists out there. Yeah, he. There's also a video of him sniffing Andrew Tate's seat when he leaves the room. He's truly, and I like Dick Ryder. He's he's a hedonistic individual. It sounds like mm. he'll he'll take it from all sides. It sounds like he he shaved his head when before Andrew Tate went to actually like right around when he went to jail or prison. Okay. He's, who he's still there? He hasn't fully, formally been charged with anything yet. Which come I, on, Romania. I think please. he's in one of those countries where they don't have to charge you for they a don't. very long time. Yeah, he's in Romania. And they're very much like, he keeps doing appeals, and they keep being like, nah, flight risk. Mm-hmm. Nah, other reasons. It's it's a wild time. His Twitter's also absurd. Someone Whoever's running that is on another level. <laughs> All right. I'll have to check that out. Uh, do you want to touch on the Nico most critical one? Or is that old news? Uh, no, that is pretty recent. Okay. Uh, Sneeko is another... Sneeko, that's it. Andrew Tate guy. He's, he's truly... Sneeko is just a contrarian. He got big, like, having these kind of one-minute debates or whatever, and it was like, oh, this is maybe a little intellectual. And then the Andrew Tate stuff came out, and he blew up, and he's basically just like, whatever someone says, I will say the opposite. So Cuties, that movie that came out on Netflix a couple years back of the very young girls being sexualized uh, in, like, this weird dance thing. There, There was, like, twerking or whatever, but with underage girls, like, 13, 14 year olds or less. Uh, oh boy, it's, 11 year old dancers. Yeah, it's not great. It's some French art f- film. Uh, it's kind of CP ish because you're sexualizing little kids. Cuties, Always bad. He, Sneaker came out and was like, no, nah, it's it's fine. You got clickbaited. It, it's, it's not that way. I mean, sure, they sexualize them, but like, it's, you know, I'm like, that. This seems like a lot of not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So Charlie, most critical, Penguin Zero, uh, also made a video about it, like totally bashing on him, bashing on the movie. Mm -hmm. That all happened years ago. Uh, It is the, well, oh, wait, never mind. She's got a second thing. Mm. Come back to current day. They're in some beef where Sneeko got a little butt hurt. Director has got some it, parent and childhood issues because her only other directorial oh movie no. is about a kid trying to get 
adopted by Michelle Obama when she visits Paris. Oh, no. So just staying on the kids. Luckily, it is a female director, so it's probably more like a childhood trauma than a probably. CP thing. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but it's, it's allegedly, hypothetically, it all just seems yeah. like a whole lot of not good. Seems not great. Yeah. Anyways, they got a little Twitter, a little beef. Uh, Sneeko was saying, watch my clips or whatever. Pulled out some uh, He pistols. was waving a gun around, which I'm pretty sure... Okay, he was multiple times said... How about I come visit you in Tampa while waving a gun around? Yeah. It's illegal to brandish a f- deadly force to intimidate somebody mm. in person. Yeah. I don't know what the digital legislation is. Depending on, on the site you're streaming on, they probably it's TOS. Uh, Terms of service? Yeah. yeah. They'll ban you. Mm-hmm. He's on one that is very lax. Okay. Right there, so he's fine. He'll do whatever. His If you were to watch any of his streams, it's just people saying slurs in the comments. Uh, it's a good group of people for sure. Okay. Anyways, Charlie retorted by pulling out his <laughs> weapons and saying, they're not clips, they're mags, which also <laughs> I showed him the clip. And as he's showing me the clip, Nico and Sneeko is pulling out the magazines and he's going, check out my clips. And I just under my breath go, they're magazines, you idiot. And he goes, oh, wait. That's you, the joke. He was like, have you seen it? I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He was like, is that what's coming up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie Most Critical pulls out his pistol. And then also, I guess, an AR-15 Looks like problem? an AR-15. Just Which, a, hey. With everything going on right now, AR stands for Armalite Rifle Model 15, not Assault Rifle. Keep that nugget in the back of your brain. Oh, good to know. Uh, yeah, there is no rifle that is titled assault rifle. That would make sense. It, it, well, it, it seems too on the nose is what I'm saying. Yeah. For it to be. There, there yeah. is no such thing as an assault rifle. That's a media term. Right. Um, right. yeah. Well, and what they're trying to refer to is they're like, it's semi-automatic. We had semi-automatic guns in the thirties. Yeah. Like your hunting rifle is semi-automatic these days. If you got a good trigger finger or whatever, I guess. But, but That's yeah. exactly. Yeah. So just. That's a little just keep yourself informed on the media is using a fluff term. All that to say as well, we're not, you know, supporting any gun violence or anything no, like no. that. Uh, and the recent gun yeah, stuff we, that happened is hard. It's horrific. We, we, our position is that it's pretty frustrating to see the media use it for their own politicizing it yeah. on both sides and it's Every, just gross everybody touching it seems to be horrific at this yeah. point and i just want to make sure that things are staying factual and mm. staying apolitical yeah it yeah that's all we're gonna say about that that's all we're gonna say about that uh what else do you want to get um let's see we're we, about 45 in as well yeah let's uh March Madness will end before the next episode, probably. Actually, sorry, the final four games will end before the um, our next recording. Our next recording. There is absolutely zero chance that anybody has an unbusted bracket at this point. Oh no! My best bracket was done using the coin flip. It was at ninety five percent until a day or two ago. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now at like seventy percent already. Oop. It took. Yeah, I got nuked. Um. Pulling for UConn because I'm a Chevy guy. Not really. Um, <laughs> not that not that type of Chevy. Not that type of Chevy. Let's see. Oh, this one's topical just because of what's going on right now. Oh, yeah. DeSantis getting absolutely played by Disney. 
So he passed that big legislation bill to get control over Disney World for taxation purposes, which was silly in the first place because yeah. at the end of the day, it would have cost him more taxes. Like, the state would have gotten less revenue if he got what he wanted. He was trying to punish Disney for being against his other bill. Yeah, exactly. And it was only hurting everybody. And so the board that oversees Disney and intercedes between them and Florida politics basically relinquished all of their power to Disney. Oh, good. Like the day before DeSantis's members were joining the board to give him a controlling stake on the legislation. So now his guys are walking into jobs where they have nothing to do. Incredible. So now it's basically, and he's suing Disney because they did a legal loophole and absolutely finessed his ass. Ah, get wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. Uh, it's always fun to see someone get played like that. It is. It's yeah. just, it's impressive sometimes. Left, right, don't care. That's hilarious yeah. that, you, that you couldn't see that coming. They, oh, he thought he had him in check, and they were like, "No, we've got you, mate." Boy. Yeah, they they were like, "Yeah, you got three moves. We got two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of I there, I threw a lot of stuff. I here. do. I want to touch on this one, but we can wait until next time. A lot of it's not super topical, so we we got time. Yeah. Um, just trying to see. Do we have anything more? I think we are through all of the things that we need to hit this week. Yep. Um, cool. So we are going to get into John Wick 4. If you have not seen the movie, I recommend seeing it. Well, yeah, definitely recommend seeing it. It's going to be an incredibly brief spoiler-free review because it's John Wick. There's mm-hmm. gun violence. They make it beautiful. And yeah. there you go. <laughs> I don't think you can throw anything else in there without it being spoiler. I mean, you, you can a little bit. It's the the first one is very grounded. Mm-hmm. The second one a little bit more so, a little bit more spectacle. We have gotten further into the third one gets very spectacle. Yes, and the fourth one continues that trend of like we go big here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we're no longer in the realm of realism at all. It's like semi grounded. It they they keep the about the only, suits. Yeah, from. Two, I think that was introduced. Yes, when he goes to, it feels like they're more Italy. bulletproof now. <laughs> they work substantially better. Mm. Yeah, um, it is interesting. One of the things I like continuity-wise yeah. is that everybody has adopted a similar meta for fighting style. Now that these suits are in play, right? Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Absolutely, I, it does make the guns like. Less of a long-range weapon and more of like a, you got to get close-up now. It's a, it's a close-up accessory. Or it's a long-range, get somebody before they react type right, of thing. Right, that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's very much, you can't just... In the first movie, he was absolutely mince-meeting folks. Easily. No, not necessarily happen like it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's good. I like it. Uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I guess we could like... Do you want to d- try to do a quick spoiler-free run-through of movie? Like, don't I don't like just hit big points? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so are, we're in spoilers though. Try, try to not. Try for to a not. Second, it's um, a challenge. So let's see. It picks up right where John Wick Two ends. Yes. With him on the run. Yes. <laughs> Which and is also how John Wick Three ends. <laughs> It is well. This has got a bit of a time skip. Yeah. Um. 
we 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 return when John has healed up. Yeah, because the end of the last one, he's fallen off a roof. Yeah, and he's coming back broken to the Bowery. Um, and now we we do open with a healed up John Wick mm. uh, training in what might have been the loudest God is so loud speaker noise. In holy shit, did it really just throw him in your chest and make yeah. you think like, oh, oh, every it, single time it went hard. Mm-hmm. But uh, also Lawrence Fishburne can like fill a room with noise. Oh my god, yeah, he's got a very very like not expressive baritone baritone yeah. deep voice. He's got a very powerful voice. Mhm. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome opener. Um we got a new inclusion of a character that I think is going to be polarizing. I haven't read any reviews on the movie yet. I try not to read any reviews I on do movies, the opposite. <laughs> which I think is what gives us a very varied perspective. Um, I want to get as many perspectives as possible so I can compare them. You want to just go in as you are. And I pretty like much. Um, I think uh, no, the Tracker's character. Will Mr. Probably, Nobody. Mr. Nobody Love is going to be a bit polarizing to certain people. Really? I Yeah. We'll get into it when we get into the All spoiler right. section. Um, we got Donnie Yen yes. reprising his role from uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> as... The blind uh, monk guy. <laughs> Did we see him in an earlier one? Nope. Oh, man. I, and I, I'm i almost like, does, is Donnie Yen like, losing his vision or something? Why? He's in a bunch of roles where he's the blind badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he's just been typecast in a way that he's able to do all this stuff, and it's really cool. Also, Clancy Brown's character. Clancy Mr. Krabs. Mis- Clancy Brown. Wait, was Clancy Brown? He's Mr. Mr. Krabs. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, money, 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 money. Clancy Brown's character is awesome in this. Oh, yeah. Just he's he's just a referee, exactly. But just the most brutal kind. Lance Reddick, I will say, it was awesome to see awesome to see him one last time. I am so bummed because of how much he seemed to love this franchise that this was posthumous. Yeah, he also wasn't in a lot. He of wasn't either. in nearly as much of it as I would have liked. To be fair, but, very like. You know, he's, it's a good role. The part he plays has purpose. Yes. It just hurts. It just hurts. Absolutely. Um, and you also got Bill Scott. I, I think the director and everybody yeah. did not really talk a whole lot about the Lance Reddick passing leading up to the movie's release. And I think they kind of all knew, like, this. people are not going to be like, this is what we wanted his last right. scenes to be. Yeah, uh, I mean, but it, it is kind of too fitting, late to kind of. Yeah, but also, you can't change. Yeah, it happens like during premiere. But what? Oh, <laughs> uh, is that a little? I was about to say like a on the nose joke. Oh, um, we'll, we'll come back. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. Uh, Bill Skarsgård, Marquis plays the Marquis. Yeah, and great character. A lot of people despicable, but yeah. great. A lot of people are like, a little torn on him because they're like. Mm, he doesn't seem threatening enough, but I think that's kind of the point. Yes, he doesn't have to be. He's the rich boy. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get into it yeah. in some parallels. I want to draw. Uh, Amy Kwan knocks it out of the park. She's only in the movie in two or three uh, scenes, but really crushes her role. Who? Sorry, I'm looking at a different thing. Uh, the daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Rina Sawayama. I am I think. 
thinking of the wrong person. You sure are. Yep, I'm thinking of uh, Donnie Yen's daughter. Um, Hiroyuki uh, Sonata plays her father, yep. and he kills it, as yep. always. He's Hiroyuki always Sonata great. doesn't age. No. That man has looked the same. He's been like a silver fox-ish, or like the the silver on so the... So like the samurai. Pepper. Yeah. Or the last samurai. Yeah. I mean, dude... Dudes look this, played the same character since the Wolverine, and I can't get enough. Yeah. Um, you also got Scott Atkins, who's this big stunt guy in mm-hmm. Hollywood, playing a real big dude. Yes, just giant. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cast's incredible. Uh, this movie kind of we we pick up with a broken John Wick, and it kind of is him going through. Just trying to off, kill everyone he can so that he can be free. Uh, yep. Until he finds a little loophole, and then he's going after that, where apparently he can be pardoned in a way. Uh, wow, that's a picture. D- distracted you. He can be pardoned uh, if he wins a duel. A duel. Yep. Uh, and that's pretty much the majority of the movie. Yep. Um, God, okay. Are we in spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. Okay. Now. Uh, I tell you're raring to go. Oh man, I am. I am bummed because he like the whole first portion of the movie is him like I'm gonna kill them all. Yeah, or I die kinda, trying. I kind of wanted to see him making just a hard run at it. Be, he was doing it. He yeah, was getting done. He so we open with him basically chasing dudes across the desert. Mm-hmm. Not open, open. We uh, when he starts going after training. Yeah, once the once the prologue kind of gets through. We see him just chasing fools down in the desert. And do you what do you think that guy's? Do you think he was like the head of the table was, at the time? He was the new elder. Yeah. So the other elder had been killed, and this was the new elder. And this one did not make it very long. Nope. Uh, we see the end of the Continental. Uh, yep. The Continental gets completely destroyed. There's going to be a TV show taking place in the Continental coming up. It's uh, prequel. Okay, well, I was well earlier. So they're recasting, you know, Ian McShane, uh, manager, and uh, Lance Reddick's Sharon. Okay, so we got young ones. Okay, I was because I was gonna say if it takes place after this, mm. this will give them a good excuse in that TV show to have a different layout for the hotel, right? Which would be money saving because I imagine that shooting location is expensive as hell. I'm sure got to yeah. be exorbitant. Because um, isn't it like the Flatiron Building or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah like is is. It's Although that keeps pretty... popping up in other things, too. It was in The Boys. Yeah. It's a pretty famous building that must be... Pre- I'm guessing it might not be as it expensive It might not be anymore. as expensive as we think. Yeah. Um, I mean, well out of our range, but... Yeah, I mean, we're not fil- we're not doing podcasts from there. No. Um. Uh, yeah, so he's doing all that. He's got the desert scene. I think the, the marquee, to me, mm-hmm. is a great parallel to... Um, the Reek, the guy who plays Reek from Game of Thrones. Oh, from uh, the first movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, boy, I can't either. It is John Wick, but I I think this is like very much the when you have the ability to command versus the about uh, n- the inability to command. But a rich boy is just a rich boy at the Alfie end of the Allen. day. Alfie Allen. Uh, yeah, playing the Russian boy. Uh, yes, no, I agree. It, it's a little bit of that where it kind of full circles there, but if competent, um, it's also kind of a, you know, you've got the truly John Wick and like his buddy, uh, 
Also, when do you think the first John Wick came out? Oh, it's further back than I thought. 2014, wow. That is yeah. really far back. Um, these feel like they're a lot more recent. Yeah. Donnie Yen is like John's good friend, and so is uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. They're all yeah, like, which they're all the old guard. So it's the old guard versus this new up and coming, like very ambitious. I'm gonna be the top of the top. I will be the big mm-hmm. table. Oh, what a great like it, John Wick's franchise. I think they do the best job of anything in recent memory with world building without exposition. I have some gripes with it. Not gripes, questions. Okay, <laughs> what you got? How much is a gold coin worth? You can use it for a taxi. You can use it for a hotel room. You can use it to get a body removed. What's the price? Who knows? One for one service. I guess. You can get, use it for a coffee. There's no change. I I would have to go back and watch John Wick 1 and 2 when he's shopping at the tailor and when he's disposing of the bodies. I it's wonder, a gold coin per body. It's a gold coin per body. I wonder if it's a gold coin per piece of equipment. Maybe. So it might be... Gold that coins might be excessive. one for one. Yeah, but like... Th- not Things have different value. <laughs> a hotel room is different from, you know... A, a rifle. taxi. A rifle, yeah. <laughs> so Maybe so. There's some value there. I, ho- I hope that the uh, spinoff TV show about the Continental... I hope it ends with them like, We've made a gold coin. This is our new currency now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Also, explain it all away, basically. Yeah. Also, the it starts out John Wick one like it's an underground kind of society. You're like, okay, maybe this could fit in the real world. In this one, you got just people all over the place willing to kill John Wick. Yep. What what do people do? What are their day jobs? It really does seem like what is. This seems like a universe where the president gets assassinated every other week. Yep. It really seems like there is way more killers than people needing to be killed. Way more killers than normal people. Yep. Way more John Wick-esque people, which is like, you're too good at this. You're just being sent out to kill other people like you. Defense of the indefensible, though. I'll make the argument. Everybody knows John Wick's heading to Paris. Like That that seems to be a pretty well-known thing. We don't know how many people have migrated to Paris True. knowing that that bounty exists. But it's also like every homeless person is part of a gang. Mm-hmm. And then every... The Bowery. It, yeah. It's not a gripe, really. It's just more of a... That's eh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little weird. It, I can get past it easily. You know what it kind of makes me think of? What? Like an anime. Yeah. Like, where you're watching something you're watching like psychopaths or something weird. Yeah. They're all ninjas or yeah. they're all Everyone's got these cops. crazy powers. Yeah. Every, everybody is involved in the plot and you don't see people that aren't involved in the right. plot. <laughs> Which I guess is like, you're not going to spend it. You're not going to do a day in the life of someone else who's not in it. Right. So who cares? But Oh man, that would have been great to do a cutaway scene where somebody's just cooking and <laughs> John Wick just flies through their window. The, like a, like yes. a, not Commit to the bit and do like five minutes. Do them sitting down, cooking dinner, the, sitting down to watch a movie, and then the end of the Hotline Miami scene, where it's just like them outside the window, him falling out of the building, mm-hmm. would be great. The Hotline Miami scene where they do that big, like almost one take of him doing the dragon's breath shotgun. Yes, yes, with yes, the yes. Camera overhead going room to oh, room. Oh, that was awesome! So cool. The, it's not actually based on Hotline Miami, the video game. Right. It's based on it feels Hong like Kong that. Massacre is another is the video game it's based on. Okay. Yeah, it's a super interesting shot, too, because you're seeing Incredible over walls shot. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know, was that done 
practically? Like, did they have I a... I think so. Okay. Yeah. Fully practical there. I didn't know if they did that through CGI a bit to mm. give them that kind of angle. No, I think they just had the set, and then they built up everything, no roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, that's it what it seemed well. like, yeah. but boy, it was cool. Oh, yeah. Um, the Oh, the opening when we're in Japan, mm. and we're getting just... Back to talking about history without talking about history, the implications of their relationship and... Um, yeah, John's Shimazu, on the run. And... Shimatsu, uh, oh, yeah, Hiroyuki Sonata's character, um, knowing that he is losing his hotel and likely his life mm-hmm. to get tea with John one last time. Oh yeah, and he's just like John, you've lit the world on fire, <laughs> and we are old friends, and our friendship, like, and they they oops, make it they make a good note of like. Friendship wouldn't be friendship if it was convenient. Yes. Yeah. And huge friendship being like in a world where everything seems to be so contract oriented for Sonata's character to place such a high value on it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's a money, money or relationship uh, economy. This, these movies have always played with the idea of what's the motivation. Yeah. So well. Um, In the first movie, a lot of people, like the joke is you shot his dog, but his dog really was symbolic for his path to redemption mm-hmm. following his wife's death. Um, yeah. In this, Sonata's wants to uh, be a friend. His motivation mm-hmm. is to be John Wick's friend, even though it's not convenient anymore. Um, and I forgot his name. Blind guy. Oh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. As Kane. I was thinking Danny. Uh, and I was like, I know that it's close, but I didn't write uh, Kane's character, his motivation is the friendship. Uh, friendship does not exceed family. Family, yeah. yeah. He, I do like the parallel that they specifically stayed out in the movie. It's like John Wick has nothing to live for. Mm-hmm. That was great. nothing to die for, whatever. Nothing to fight for. Whereas Donnie Yen's Kane has something to live for. His daughter, who's not allowed to see because mm-hmm. of the table. But if he does this, he's free and is able to see her. Well, visit her because he can't see. Uh, <laughs> Continue. Uh, he's got something to live for. He's got something to die for. And he's, if he doesn't do this, they'll kill his daughter, mm-hmm. and also something to fight for in that sense. So he's got he's got the the motivation. Uh, do you think Donnie's character is one hundred percent blind in this? They do a lot to say like he's pretty blind. I he got to be a little bit not blind, but he I would knew assume what cards he was holding in the gambling scene. Did he? Yeah, he oh. said he said he had oh, yeah, four, he did. four diamonds or something. So like, I'm wondering if it's not. Oh no 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 no! He knew what the the bad guy had, but it's because the bad guy was cheating. No, no, but no, also he, he did say the he card. Said his. Yeah, weird. Did he? Yeah. Ah, well, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's I've slept since then. Um, yeah, no, he, he says what it was. The first thing that made me go, okay, like Book of Eli. Do you think Eli was blunt? Yeah, that was the whole point. Spoiler. Wasn't it? Um, I'm not convinced. I think Eli might have just had a book that was in Braille. I thought the whole point was it was God leading him or whatever, because the book is the Bible. Maybe. Um, it's a very not, religious movie. I'm not convinced. <laughs> um, um, but the, yeah, I, I think he's got some sight, like maybe he can see movement and stuff. Cause there's other things makes like he can, he can react and like, it seems notably worse in darker environments and stuff. He did have the cool little doorbell thing. That was awesome, the but then he Japan. never used it again. Yeah. Well, he left him there. Yeah. 
Um, um, he's such he's clearly such a skilled fighter. That you're like, I can believe it. Right. Uh, yeah, the his ability to navigate. Yeah. What like they do a really big show of him not navigating very well mm-hmm. until then, he starts fighting, yeah. and then he knows the exact layout of the room. Yep, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had a little comic wind up punch, which is fun. Which oh, that was like my favorite part. It was such. It felt like such a callback to like old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like. Uh. The dra- enter the dragon, like that yeah. kind of Hollywood, campy, can't be fun. Asian oriented mm. uh, ac- vi- action and violence, because he does all that like drunken foo, where he's like yep. falling, sliding, he's, uh, like eating his ramen as well during mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yep. Beforehand. Yep. 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 Uh, it, just the disparity in fighting styles is so interesting. Oh yeah. Um. Also, Ian McShane plays such a cold <laughs> bastard in this. He's got such a good dry wit as well. Like mm-hmm. it's not uh quippy. It's just very dry. He's yep. serious as uh as the plague, but is he's great. He's great in that. Awesome. <laughs> I d- so the story wise, you know, uh John's hiding out in Tokyo or J- yeah, Japan. Uh yep. table comes to get him because they know he's there. He escapes. Uh, his buddy dies, unfortunately. Uh, buddy's daughter, you know, vows revenge. Uh, Akira, who yeah. is played by Rina Sa- um, Sawayama. Sawayama, thank you. Um, we then, which also, some beautiful shots in that as well. Them getting on that train, mm-hmm. the lights are so cool when they're just like having the little talk of like, you got to kill him or I will. Yes. Uh, like he killed my father. Prepared to die. Oh, my name dude. is Inigo Matoya. Yes. <laughs> I got some serious Princess Bride vibes. No, oh, absolutely. Um, we then jump to he's back in New York, and that's when Winston gives him the, hey, here's your quest. Mm-hmm. This, this is a very good video game movie that's not based on a video game. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the movies that are breaking the video game can't be made into a movie stereotype don't have a video game. This, yep. Overlord, it, all four John Wicks, let's be yeah. honest. Um. The the quest being go become part of a family the Ruska Roman Romas. Uh, this would again. be a great cyberpunk style game. It would like uh, call it under the table or or under the high table. I don't hate that. Right, big open world travel. That'd be cool. Like the, it, a reboot of the Hitman into, style. What is a, what is a coin worth? <laughs> um. This is gonna drive you nuts. <laughs> I love these details. Because to me, I just go, that's how the movie works. Jake loses sleep on these ideas. Well, it doesn't help. When we were doing D&D, y'all were like, we want to make money. I'm like, fuck, I have to come up with an economy now? I You're did, telling me I could have said anything's a gold coin. I did force us into opening a tavern to make a business because Q did not pay us enough. <laughs> so I was I forced the issue. Uh, yeah. Um, the Ruskaroma thing is really just... We're putting them in here so we can do another spinoff with Ana de Armas. Yes. The ballerina. Which I'm so excited for. Pumped for. It gives she was more... so good yeah. in that No scene. Time to Die. Um, <laughs> boy, did they heavily advertise with her. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, I'm Buck. Excited about that. He, he's he got to go kill another guy when he gets to see them. Uh, uh, Natalie Tenna's scene, who played Katia. Yes. Who, Natalie Tenna Tonks. was Tonks. 
beat you to beat it. Beat me to it by a second. <laughs> I'm not mad you beat me to it. I'm just mad I wasn't faster. Fair. Um, they gotta go kill Scott Adkins, who plays a guy named Killa, who's just a fat bastard. <laughs> oh my god! Right? <laughs> what, what was that guy's name? Killa, or Scott Adkins. Scott Adkins. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Um, he played Deadpool when Ryan Reynolds wasn't playing Deadpool. Oh really? Suit. He's basically if you see someone wearing a suit and doing cool action scenes, it's probably him. He's been in almost everything. He is so obviously in a fat suit. Yeah. And very much so. He doesn't. Did you ever see Polar? No. Polar is basically John. It's based on a comic. Uh, it's John Wick with. Um, I'm drawing a blank on every movie this guy's been in. Oops. Besides Polar. And he's been in a ton of stuff. He was just. He was Crimson Grindelwald third movie. Oh, OK. Um, he was also uh, Batman when Ben Affleck wasn't in the suit. Polar so Mads Mikkelsen. Holy gotcha. shit. Uh, but it's John Wick with that. But gotcha. it's hyper stylized because it's based on a comic oh, book. No. And there's a lot of characters that you're like, these people don't look quite proportionally correct. <laughs> uh, and he had that vibe about him. Gotcha. Also, it's got Vanessa Hudgens in it, which is oh, a wild. like Very wild, yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen her in years. Um, yeah, so he's... Th- seeing this movie in a theater... Was absolutely worth it. Yes. Uh, the audience was a little... There was some cheering at the beginning. Uh, but around this time, which is about midway through the movie... There's some cheering at the end, too. There was a lot of cheering at the end. But midway through the movie, like this fight scene in the club got pretty intense, where John Wick falls off a balcony, hits a girder, and then hits the ground. The audience, for my theater, was visibly like, ooh. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of reactions. You, you feel what John Wick's feeling, basically. I- so Q and I had very different movie theater experiences with it this. It does sound like it, yes. You had a very re- – I we both had reactive theaters, but I only had four other people in mine. I had a halfway full theater probably uh, at like one of those get-your-food-also movie mm-hmm. theaters. So I spent 50 bucks oh, to no. see John Wick. Uh, oops. <laughs> I spent 16 and had a PBR and watched the movie. Yeah. I got a burger and two beers. So, I mean, that – it worked out. I probably if I if my place had served, you know, if I yeah. had gotten like a pizza and another beer, I'd probably be right around in the same area. It was it was more than I thought. It might have been more than that. I'm not going to tell you more than that. Uh, Fifty is enough to make oh, me feel man. bad. March is expensive, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, no. So I had a pretty full full theater, and they got more reactive as the movie went on. Right. Um. But so yeah, they've they've got that fight scene. Uh, it's brutal, but also. It's a fight scene in a club, so it's a callback to the first movie. Yes. No one is that into music. No one is this into music. To I don't continue know. Continue dancing as someone's getting hatcheted. If people are on a lot of MDMA. I don't even think that. No, I either, agree. I'm with you. It's, it, it's that like, was like one of the more unbelievable things in this movie. It's one of those like, either this happens all the time, and these people are like, whatever, and on a lot if of If you're in an Assassin's Nightclub, it might. It might, but like, oof. <laughs> It's no one's running away. No one's clearing the floor. No, not even close. Uh, if anything, they get closer. <laughs> uh, there was one shot of like someone looked over and was like, yeah, it right. goes back to dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I think my note that I took was uh, these people are all too hot to not give a damn. <laughs> 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 uh, um, 
What happens after that? He gets he gets back in the good graces, mm-hmm. and then he comes back with the teeth. Uh, gets in the good graces. They issue the challenge for him. They go to yeah. They go to Paris and they issue the challenge. And then he has to survive the night. He's got to get yeah. He's got to get to a chapel. The marquee doubles his yeah. He's going to get across the city to a chapel by six in the morning basically, yeah. and up two hundred twenty two steps. Yes, and the marquee doubles his bounty. Um, to the point where nobody is ready to look. Oh, nobody has made a deal with the Marquis. Yeah. But the Marquis turns out to be a piece of shit like most villains are. Mm. And Mr. Nobody, like, he's got a dog. He's very John Wick 1. Yes. Uh, he's kind of like new he, guy. He makes you feel like what John Wick might have been prior to. A, right. A Western up, version. Up and coming. Yeah. West, yeah. Um, he's got dogs. He's doing all that. He's clearly, like, trying to get to a set amount of money. Mm-hmm. So he keeps up in it whenever he gets a chance, but yeah, it. The whole city gets that bounty. Yep. The music they play during that whole so scene is and really the, good. The use of diegetic music, mm-hmm. where it's playing somewhere and you're hearing it yeah. through the movie, great songs in this one. Absolutely, excellent choice. It's been mostly EDM stuff in prior movies, and this shift to like actual like some rock and roll really felt. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. It worked really well. Uh, so that all he gets his oh, new suit. Or, he gets a American car. Yes, uh, that he, he he takes from a guy. Yeah, he kills a guy and takes his car because they're all trying to get him. But we get John Wick in an American muscle car in Paris, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And he goes in no doors, no doors. Um, lost those. Don't eat them. What is the Arc de Triomphe? Thank you. The, or the big roundabout. <laughs> <laughs> the Arc de Triomphe. Is, they've got a great fight scene there. There's with, so many people. They're playing so much Frogger, and so many people are getting just wiped. He gets hit by like three cars in this mm-hmm. movie, I think. Oh, John, John Wick. He takes a beating. He takes a beating. He, we have. This is what I was talking about where we've jumped into the territory of the more fantastical. Yeah. Because he's dead. Yeah. He's dead of internal bleeding. He has fantasized that suit the rest is, of the movie. <laughs> the suit is doing a lot of work. The problem is, the suit doing the work... You know, Impact 1 is car hits suit. Suit hits body. Impact... Dead. Yeah, the problem is, Impact 3 is lungs collapse against ribcage. Yeah. And the suit can't solve that problem. No, it can't. <laughs> uh, but... They, they do their best. When we ju- when you go past, past that, the movie's awesome. Yeah. You, you got to be outside, you know, like accept some kind of insane stuff, but it it works out for the best. Yes, it's it's fun all the way through. It, enjoy the movie for what it's a, trying to accomplish. I don't try and make it something yeah. it's not. We had talked about this beforehand, where I was like, I don't know if I could sit through however long this movie's going to be. It was so good. It worked. It, I never I, felt like. Yeah. I literally, I had to pee at one point. I had, I sprinted. Yeah, I I also did. Uh, I, I my time was when. Uh, Ian McShane was talking with Marquis. Uh, oh, the, you missed a great scene then. I got back in time for like the ending. Mm-hmm. The beginning, I got the beginning and the end when they're talking in the museum. So I'm sure I missed some good dialogue, but... I don't remember what I ran. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, you got a better memory than I, Charlie Brown. Mm. But... So we do the Archie Triumph oh. stuff. Then we get the Hotline Miami scene. Yes. I'm call it that because that's the reference point I have. Yep. And then he makes it to the... Well, 
a lot more action fighting. There's the fighting on the steps, which is awesome. Well, he also hold on before we get to that. He saves Mister Nobody's dog. Yes, and that means Mister Nobody is on his team now. So the thing I thought might be polarizing is I think mm. there's going to be a contingent of people who get Martha vibes from that. Nah, no, 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 that that seems too forced to me. Like the Martha thing was too forced. This right. was like they're setting this up. The guy has a dog. Everyone's shooting. The dog is in the action. It's, it's he elects to not kill to nobody yeah. to save nobody's dog. Yeah. So, like, I get it. Um, it's it's a full circle thing. It is. But I could see that character being... Like, it didn't bother me, but I could see it being polarizing for people. Maybe. Uh, if people are going to gripe about this movie, I think that will be a moment that people point to. Maybe. Um, it hasn't been in any of the reviews I've read. But maybe. Okay. maybe I haven't read people. any reviews still. Um, the Battle of the Steps... He gets to the top of these steps. The best physical gag of the movie. <laughs> he gets clocked. He gets up 222 steps, murdering people all along the way. After mm-hmm. he's just murdered so many other people. Yep. I wonder. Uh, and he you runs into, uh, what's his name? Marco Zarrar, I think is the guy's name. Who's like yes. sideburns the, McGee. The giant dude. Giant sideburns man. Uh who just kicks him down the stairs. <laughs> All two hundred and twenty two. And he gets to the bottom and is like, ah as the audience there were a lot of people like, No, come on. Oh, oh. you you feel for John Wick, but at the same time, it's just so funny <laughs> right. to think about. So John Wick two was the prior uh, highest kill count in the series at mm. 77. 100 something in this one? 299. I think. Let me, let me make sure that I've got that right. Yeah. Damn. I uh, didn't believe it. He kills a oh, lot of people. 140 enemies. Mm. Where did I see 299? I was just. I mean, 140 is still double. Oh, 299 oh. in the first three movies. Uh. John Wick 4 is 140 on its own. Wow. Okay. So. Yeah, I was I was skimming for numbers. Only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he makes it to the bottom, and now he gets to do it again, but this time with a friend. Yep. Yeah, Two friends. I do love the Kane turns on the Marquis men to get John Wick to the duel. Kane's just an honorable man. He's like, I, I can't let them kill you. I have to kill you. Yes. Yeah, I I like that whole mm-hmm. everything everything going on there. Like he finally starts to begin to realize it. I think. I think, does he know John Wick's plan at this point? What plan? What do you mean, what plan? I don't think he had, I mean, I. they probably both had like a, this is the plan. Yeah. But, you know, I also called it. As oh, well. yeah, yeah. It's very I, telegraphed. I but. didn't know how they were going to do it, but I knew they sure. were going to do it. I thought they were both going to turn and shoot the marquee at the same time. So, I, similarly, uh, they, get, they get up to the duel. They got to do the paces. I knew it was going to happen 10 yeah. seconds before it happened. I, I think I, I also had on here, uh, nuts is a pretty ballsy command. <laughs> I love Mr. it. Dude, <laughs> Mr. I, Nobody know, has the dog go out for nuts. I was thinking it was, you know what it made, gave me a vibe of? Is what? you have this Western guy uh, mm-hmm. from America and uh, Mr. Nobody, and all I could think was Gunner Sick Balls from Stand By Me <laughs> <laughs> from the Junkyard Dog. Oop. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I've got my, uh, oh, I also had Winston's such a supportive dad. Just have fun out there. <laughs> I, yeah, the marquee was like, you better kill him. And Winston, just have fun. Um, 
so my note was, I hope John turns and kills Pennywise, but takes the bullet for Kane. And the next line is, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you know, uh, Sharon's last words before mm. going into that meeting where he gets shot is, that's just how life goes or something. Yeah. Ian McShane says that to the Marquis in that meeting that you were in the bathroom for. Got it. Um, and then he says it again at the, at very, the duel. At the duel. Uh, so like there's a good through line on some dialogue there. But, oh, man. Consequences when, also had the when whole room clapping. When they're just winging each other. Yeah. I, it was the most stressed I've been in a movie since <laughs> Overlord. I was like, because I truly was like, if any movie is just going to put a hole in Keanu Reeves' head, this yeah, movie this might do it. Like they, The blind guy getting the headshot, though, would be impressive as hell. Yeah. But like I was like, there is nothing to tell me that it's not distinctly possible that they just kill John Wick right in front of us. Yeah. And then Ian McShane, and then it cuts to black. Like, if there was a franchise to do it. Yeah. It'd be it'd be this one. Um, the studio won't let, let that happen. But, yeah, it, it very much was like, this could end anyway. Exactly. I'm rooting for it both of them. It did not feel safe to me. Yeah. I didn't want Donnie Yen's character to die. I didn't want... Keanu that was kind of my thing. I, I was like, I wonder if they're going to make this the capping off of the old guard. Yeah. Because you got such good old guard vibes, and they introduced Mr. Nobody. Yep. They introduced Akira's character. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder if we're not going to get a movie of assassins hunting assassins yeah. as John Wick 5. Uh, we're definitely going to get some spinoffs at the very least. Right. And so I just was like, there is a really good chance that neither of these characters is safe. We might get a double kill at the end, mm-hmm. and the marquee might win, and it might just be people hunting the high table yeah. as follow-up movies. Might still be. Might not still with, be. Uh, not with marquee. Yeah, not with marquee. Um, and the moment, the mo- I, we both kind of were thinking the same thing. The moment that I only heard one gunshot, I was like, I know how they're doing this. I didn't kick up on the one gunshot, but I also like, you know, there wasn't a bullet wound in, uh, Kane afterwards. Yeah. So I was like, Hmm, he probably didn't shoot. Yeah. Oh, um, what a scene. And Ian McShane just capturing his attention for the split second. Oh my God. You yeah. didn't fire. He, he didn't fire you idiot. <laughs> I, and I love how like just the, yeah. the venom in his voice. Just like, you're a dumb bitch. And mm-hmm. I'm happy you're going to die. <laughs> Also, uh, Clancy, uh, Clancy Brown, you're the referee here. That's probably breaking a rule. Which is he why I think, doesn't care. Which I think is why he didn't intercede. Yeah. Is he's breaking the rules, and this solves that problem for me. Oh, no, I was saying John Wick breaking the rule for not killing, not shooting at Donnie Yen, for not shooting his gun. Well, I think if, oh, not shooting his gun? I don't know. I don't know either. It doesn't matter. I would make because they were kind of like, yeah, he's kind of a prick. So yeah, I, fair. Every, everybody knew this is how this like. You could tell. Um, what was his name? Brown, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown, yeah, Mr. Krabs. You, you really got a impression that Clancy Brown was like, God, this kid's gonna get himself killed, Very and much it's gonna so. be a fucking problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the very least, like if he's not gonna get himself killed, he's gonna be a problem for me in the future. Exactly. So well, it kind of worked out. Uh, Clancy Brown really. Probably not thrilled with the outcome, but was like, you know what? Problem what, solved. Whatever. There's no more issues here. Uh, that does bring us to the ending. What What are your thoughts? On? on? He gets shot, and then he's like, 
take me home, uh, Winston, and starts walking down the steps. I don't think John Wick's dead. Okay. I, I, you didn't see him in the casket, so probably not. Mm-hmm. But then again, Keanu is almost 60. Yeah. I get it, if he wants out. <laughs> I think we get a scene in a later movie, a spinoff, yeah. of John Wick being retired. Pulling a, a Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yes. Batman and Yeah, Batman. yeah a, a little bit. <laughs> like, I see somebody going to an old and wizened expert yeah. to get their opinion, and it being John Wick as a reveal. I could see that, too. Yeah. Maybe he'll, like, be the mentor, puts up the sacrifice or whatever at mm-hmm. the end. The, they did kind of, like... Uses a marker because they know they're dead anyway. Well, yeah, but... Uh, I guess what I was going to say is like they tried to loop it back around to the first movie with like he has a flashback to his wife mm-hmm. and a couple scenes before he's like put a loving husband on my gravestone that's what I want on there That's what I thought he was going to die in that moment yeah but it kind of seems like not enough it seems like he, they tacked it on to the end I don't know because he's so larger than life yeah that I'm not sure you could have put a hole in his head and I think people in the theater would have been like yeah he's going to walk that off right <laughs> like he's so John Wick. Right. I, I He's guess, the boogeyman. Yeah, Bobby Yaga. Uh, I guess what I'm saying, though, is the, the wife circle being closed felt like a really strong loop, and then they kind of just dashed it off at the end. Yes. yes it yes, just yes. felt a little tacked on. Uh, if they gave like, if the marquee had his wedding ring on him the whole time, and, like, here you go, before you die, here's your ring, and then, like, that could have been a fun thing, but, meh, shmeep, um, also, Akira definitely gonna kill Kane. Yeah, so there's a there's a post credit scene to this movie. Uh, it's worth it, maybe. I don't know. It it shows Kane going to visit his daughter for the first time in like years, and then it cuts to Akira coming at him with a knife. Yep. Ooh, spooky. Which you know, just super. It's what John Wick franchise does best yeah. in giving us the exact inverse of consequences. Re- revenge is a it's a bad dish, and it's a thing going around in this universe. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I like about John Wick? What? This movie. Mm. There are so many movies that I got revenge, but it didn't satisfy me. Yeah. This movie, John's like, I got my revenge. It was satisfying. Like, he seemed... like. It is not a question as to whether or not it quenched his thirst. I uh, yes, I think this for for this one especially it was a there's no retirement for him. No, it's only death. Yep he he's gonna either kill everyone or die trying. I need you to read the book I gave you because I, will. They, I keep on wanting to reference a character in it uh. that I'm like. It's like such and such, oh. but you won't have gotten to that part, and it will be a spoiler, and you will be bummed. Mm, I appreciate it, then. Thank you for holding <laughs> your tongue. You're better the man than I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> better than old co-host Kate. Yes, definitely than Spoiler McGee. <laughs> yeah, she, no, love her, friend of the show, but yes. boy, she was fast and loose with things there, that happened in movies and definitely TV. Definitely a period of time where she'd seen it, so everyone had seen it. But. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. It, yep. Um, what would you rank this one out of the four? Tied for first. Okay. John Wick 
one and four, mm-hmm. three, then two. Okay. And uh, boy, is it a tight grouping, much like John Wick's shooting pattern. Very much so. Like, for all mine, they're like a point or two away. They're all very close to each other. I think I'm one, four, three, or two, three. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it got too big and also didn't go anywhere in three for me. That's like my only. Gripe. I love the bigger, the bigger the spectacle. Yeah. As long as it remains mostly in the same suspension of disbelief that right. the franchise asks for, the more I like it. Like Dark of the Moon right. for Transformers oh. was my favorite one. Right. And it was by far the biggest. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, just decimated a city. Yeah. It, this kind of falls in that category, but like you never lose the shine of how cool the first movie is that yeah. introduces you to the world. So that's kind of how one and four wind up in the same spot. Makes sense. Three, I just really, I, I love the defense of the Continental. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great scene for sure. Yeah, that that really is what elevates it over two for me. Two yeah. just really felt fine through and through. Like it, yeah. it just, it was a great movie, mm. but it didn't have any piece that, it, it was like that uh, baseball team that does incredibly well but doesn't have an all-star player. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's nothing super standout. I mean, there's like the, the John Wick common uh, shooting in the subway. In the subway. Is fun. It's cool, but it's not spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, I, I think for me, three is just like it, it, it got to a point where. I apologize. I've hit the mic like 14 <laughs> times in the show. Yeah, it's all right. Um. <laughs> that's the deal um sorry <laughs> A- amazon popped up and distracted me uh, what where what are you ranking this one overall that's, like that's out of 100 i don't know i want to see because we did three and we have those numbers so i want to see what i gave three we also have one looked it up do we we do probably yeah john wick one yeah one uh-huh. we had at uh, you had 97, I had 96. So, very tight there. Where was three? Hmm. Also, why is three parabellum? And then no, nothing else got Parabellum? Yeah. Um. Gripes. Gripes? Gripes. Gripes. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, you gave this one a semicolon title. That's true. But that, mm, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, I guess it's not up here. Weird. I thought we did John Wick 3. We definitely did. Did you misspell Wick when you put it in? Maybe. Is there John? No. No? Maybe okay. I put it in as para... Nope. We uh, must not... okay. I don't think we did uh, John I Wick 3. I could have sworn we did. No, we didn't. I don't know. Uh, I might just double my score and give it a 96 and just tie it up like you did. Um, We don't have an episode titled John Wick 3. All right. We didn't. Um. Yeah, no, no episode for John Wick Three. Although, awesome thing to say is, if you type in HBR show John Wick, it comes up with John Wick and then Joe Rogan podcast episode. So there you go. We can show up in the same search terms as number one, <laughs> Big Dad, Big Daddy Joe. Um, I'm gonna give this. I okay. I actually will have to. Uh, go. Back on my statement that one and this are the same in my brain because I was going to give this a 95. Okay, there you go. And if I gave John Wick one a 97, 
then there's a little bit of there's a little bit of wiggle. Yeah, I I would probably posthumously bump my first John Wick up to 97 with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that one point difference, but meh, close enough. Close enough. Um, with that, I believe that ends our show. I think so. I've got nothing left. Thank you all for listening. Uh, stay tuned for probably more John Wick things because the studio won't let that cash cow die. Oh, God, I hope oh, so. The last thing I'll say, we almost never got any of this. John Wick was almost straight to DVD. Yes, I do which remember is that. wild. For film for it's got million. A, it's got a bit of that feel to it. Yeah. In the editing room. For sure. You could probably replace it with a uh, Bruce Willis or Vin Diesel. Yep. And get similar. Keanu Reeves gives it just enough. But Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the first one was filmed for $20 million, second for 40 the third for 80 no, $75 million, and this last one for $100 million. Yep. So they really they ramped it up even with the budget. Mm-hmm. All Anyways. right. Let's call it. We yep. have definitely... It's a long one again. It's a long also, one. Also... Probably you can't see us on the video anymore. We'll see. Yep. <laughs> it's a little dark now. Uh, well, I think we're going to get adequate light from the computers, but pale. Goodbye. We'll see you at 101. Like, share, all the good stuff. Yep. Bye.